Welcome to the Greater Is God podcast, where we believe God is greater than what you have faced in your past, greater than what you are currently facing in your present, and greater than what you will face in the future, where we believe that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Stay tuned as we get prepared to dive into a brand new episode. Welcome to another episode of the Greater Is God podcast. I am your host, Ashley Dillard. Thank you so much for taking the time to tune in today. All right, you guys, we are still in the midst of quarantine. We're still at home. You know, we're still social distancing, isolating ourselves from others. Um, And there's still a lot of places that we can't go. And our daily routine looks absolutely different than it typically looks for a lot of us. I mean, some of us still are going to work and are essential workers. So God bless all those who are still out there, you know, going to work every day and, and, you know, facing those dangers of being out in the public um, a lot more. Um, But it's still a weird time to be in. And um, a lot of people are facing some really real trials and tribulations, whether it's losing a loved one or losing their jobs or, you know, really just struggling with finding a way to get through all of this, you know, from a mental standpoint, you know, um, like I said, it's really been a, a interruption in um, a lot of people's lives that they did not anticipate would ever happen to them in their lifetime. They came into 2020 with all these goals and all of these ambitions and all these things they want to accomplish and do. And here they find themselves, a lot of us at home, you know, a lot of our plans on pause, if not completely canceled, um, but there have been weddings canceled or delayed or postponed. And I know it's been a struggle um, and I don't want to just focus on the hard aspects, but I do want to acknowledge that it's been a struggle, that our lives have changed and we don't really know when things are going to completely return back to normal. But in the midst of all this, you know, God is still wanting to know who's going to worship me despite of everything that's going on. Who is going to worship me in spirit and in truth? Who is going to acknowledge each and every day that they wake up, that they have the ability to make a choice on what it is that they are going to focus on? Am I going to focus on all of the worries of this world? Am I going to focus on, you know, the loss of my job? Am I going to focus on the struggles that I'm facing? Am I going to focus on um, relationships that aren't going the right way? Whatever it is that you're, you're faced with the reality that you have a choice on what you're going to focus on. You get to choose. So are you going to focus on things that are going to cause you to worry? Or are you going to put your mind on Christ and allow that worry to turn into worship? Because that's what he wants to happen. So I just want to encourage everybody on today um, by acknowledging some scriptures about what it is that God says about worrying in his word. And of course, I'm going to start off with a popular one, which is um, Matthew chapter six. Um, And we're going to start at verse 26. And it says, look at the birds. They don't plant or harvest or store food in the barns for your heavenly father feeds them. And aren't you far more valuable to him than they are? Can can all your worries add a single moment to your life? And why worry about your clothing? Look at the lilies of the field and how they grow. They don't work or make their clothing. Yet Solomon in all his glory was not dressed as beautifully as they are. 
And if God cares so wonderfully for wildflowers that are here today and thrown into the fire tomorrow, he will certainly care for you. Why do you have so little faith? So don't worry about these things saying, what will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers. But your heavenly father already knows all your needs. Seek ye first the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously and he will give you everything you need. Verse 34 says, so don't worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today. Man, uh, one, let's just talk about the call out because God is saying, look, I clothe the lilies of the field. I feed the birds and you are so much more important to me than these things. Why is it that you uh, feel the need to worry? And I'm thinking like initially we have a default mode. You know, we were born into sin. We have a default mode. And when problems arise, our default mode is to worry. It's like, oh, man, this thing has happened in my life. Something has taken place that I wasn't expecting. I'm struggling with it. I'm trying to figure out how to overcome it. I'm grappling with the realities that I'm facing each and every day. And and God is saying, "Okay, I understand that, but I need you to turn off your default mode and I need you to not worry, but I need you to worship me because I have brought you through. I've brought you through things like this before. I brought you through trials and tribulations before, and I'm going to bring you out again because God is faithful. He said, when have I ever left you hanging? When have I ever said, oh, you know, I'm not going to help you at all. Go ahead and face it on your own. Oftentimes we jump ahead of God and face things on our own that he's like, hey, if you would have waited for me or consulted with me, then we could have faced this thing together. But even in the midst of you jumping ahead of me, I'm still going to walk this thing out with you despite of you moving before I I called you to move or before I told you to move. So it's important, one, that we acknowledge God for who he is in our lives, not for what he can do, not for the many blessings that he can give, but for who he is, acknowledging him for being God, like just like general acknowledgement. And then when we move on from general acknowledgement, we can say, okay, God, this is the situation or circumstance that I'm facing. This is what I need your help with. I'm struggling. I don't know how to get through this. I don't know how to get past this. This this is what's taking place in my life. And it's not like God doesn't already know, but the fact that you're bringing it to him and you're saying, okay, God, I'm laying this burden, this circumstance that I'm going through at your feet and I'm asking you for your help because I, this is a second acknowledgement, cannot do it on my own. I cannot do it without you. I need you in my life to help me get through this today. And God is going to say, okay, you acknowledged me. You acknowledge the fact that you need me. Let's go ahead and, and let me help you walk through this. Because God is faithful. He said, look, I told you in my word, one of the promises that I made to you was that I would never leave you nor forsake you. Right now, in the midst of what you're going through, I have not left you and I have not forsaken you and I never will. You, you are enough in this season. And God's saying it's not going to be because of anything that you did. That's not the reason that I'm helping you through this because of some grand deed that you did or some grand gesture. It's because I'm God and this is what I do. I help my people overcome. I help them get through situations that are tough. I help them get through hard times. I've done it before 
check my track record. I'm getting ready to do it again. God is faithful. So, I mean, one of the things that um, came to mind, of course, was James chapter one, uh, verse two. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because, you know, the testing of your faith produces perseverance. So when your faith is being tested right now, it's it's not just being tested in vain. It says it's going to produce something. It's going to produce something on the inside of you. You're going to come out of this tougher than how you went in. You are going to be able to persevere much better than you were able to persevere before this hit. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking in anything. If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault and it will be given to you. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt because the one who doubts is like a a wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind. That person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Now, this is important because what God is saying is when you ask me for something, you have to trust in the fact that I am going to um, be able to have the ability to bless you what you ask for. But you cannot ask and then doubt. You cannot say, Lord, I have faith that you can give me this um, and then not have faith the next day if he doesn't instantly bless you with whatever it is that you ask for. I mean, sometimes we need to make sure that what we're even asking for is something that um, is in alignment with what God's will is for us. But that's a whole another topic we can go into. But it's important that when you ask that you ask in faith, not doubting, not wavering, not complaining, not nagging. But in faith, you're asking God, Lord, I trust that you have the ability to do this and I'm going to put my faith in you and I'm going to leave it there. Because I think that's sometimes the problem is like we we go to God with a problem or a trial or a tribulation. We go to God with this with this thing that we need to lay down on his feet and we may lay it down there. And then if it's not resolved in the time frame that we want it to be resolved then we go back and pick it up and we say, oh, OK, um, Lord, I thank you. I, I think I got it from here. And God is saying, no, leave it there. Trust in me. Have faith in me. When have I led you astray? When have I done you wrong? What have I done to cause you not to believe in me, not to have faith in me? We have to be willing uh, to really put our trust in him in this season more than ever, because this is not like anything that we've ever faced before. Uh, For many of us who are living, this is something completely new. It's literally us walking in the unknown. We have no idea when it's going to end. We have no idea, you know, the length of time it's going to last. Are we in the middle of it? Are we at the end of it? Is this just the beginning? We don't know, but God does. So we have to make the choice to put our focus on him because he is the solution and not put our focus on the problem and say, oh, like, you know, we're going through this terrible thing. Woe is us. You know, I'm depressed. And, and, and it can be easy to slip into a depression in this time. And I don't want to say that um, that's, you know, a bad thing, you know, but we, what we want to do is put our focus on God, um, and, and trust in him. A Romans 12, two says we should be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, affliction and faithful in prayer. Um, and, and even here in Jeremiah 17, um, seven through eight, it says, but blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. They will be like a tree planted by the water that seeds 
that sends out its roots by the stream. It does not fear when the heat comes. It le- its leaves are always green. It has no worries in a year of drought and never fails to bear fruit. It never fails to bear fruit. Despite of the season that it's in, it's not going to fail to bear fruit. If it's in a drought or not, it's not going to fail to bear fruit. It's going to continue to produce because its trust is in, its roots are in God. So when our roots are in God, we don't have to fear whether we're going to be able to be fruitful or not. We don't have to fear whether we're going to be able to produce in a tough season or not. God's saying, if you are rooted and grounded in me, Production is naturally getting ready to take place on the inside of you. You're naturally going to be able to produce because your roots are in me and not in this world. Um, so first Peter five, seven, cast all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. These are scriptures that I just want um, you to reflect on. Keep in mind, use them to encourage you. Um, Because it's a tough time. It's a tough season for all of us. But I want us to focus on um, worshiping and not worrying in this season and really trusting in God and asking him to help us get through this. What I want to do before we close out today is say a quick prayer for you, for your family, uh, for those who you come into contact with on a daily basis that God cover you and protect you all. Heavenly Father, Lord, we come humbly before you on today, Lord, and we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Heavenly Father, God, for you giving us uh, this message today, for you giving us the ability to hear, see, walk, and talk. God, we thank you for what we have, Heavenly Father, God, and we're going to focus on, Lord, all that you've blessed us with, Lord, Heavenly Father, God, even in the midst of this pandemic, God. We pray for those who are essential workers, Lord, who are out each and every day, Heavenly Father, God, on the front lines of this pandemic, God, putting themselves in harm's way, Heavenly Father, God, to continue to serve, Heavenly Father, God, whatever city or state or just um, serving in the general interest of the public, Heavenly Father, God. Lord, I just thank you so much, Heavenly Father, God, for um, blessing each and every person, Lord, who is under the sound of my voice. I pray for protection over them and over their families, Heavenly Father, God, that no sickness, disease, or affliction shall come up against them. God, I just pray, Heavenly Father, God, that you would bless, Lord, each and every person under the sound of my voice, Heavenly Father, God, to trust in you, not to worry, but to worship you, Heavenly Father, God, and to know, Lord, that you are with them, Lord. In the midst of everything that's going on, I pray that they do not forget what it is that you said to them, the word that you have spoken over them, Lord. They don't forget the word of God, Heavenly Father, God, but that they would trust in you, lean on you, and not on their own understanding. God, we thank you so much for this word. Um, I pray, Lord, that it is sown on good ground, Heavenly Father, God, and we pray and ask all these things in Jesus' precious name. Thank God. Amen. Thank you guys for joining us. Um, I just pray and I ask um, that if this resonated with you in any way that you would send it out to someone you never know what someone's going through or how this message might impact their souls in a different way um and i just am going to continue to be praying for everybody um you know who listens to the podcast and those who don't um just because like like i said this is such a trying time that we're in right now and i think more than ever what we all need is prayer and to be able to lean on god um and just ask him to help us through this so god bless you guys thank you guys again